Welcome to Terminal Talk. This is a podcast about mainframes and mainframe-related topics. I'm Jeff. Frank is out on vacation, last seen somewhere in Texas, shopping for shirts with funny things written on them to wear on Fridays. That's at least the last update that I got. So who do we got in the studio today? We've got Luisa Martinez. Hey there. How's it going? And we've got Dan Jast. Hi, glad to be back. Yes, so both of you have been on this show before. That's right. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Last time I was on the show was two years ago. Right. Hopefully the fans aren't getting sick of hearing me recently. I've been on a lot recently. Well, yes, you've both been on the show. One of you has hosted several shows. And you both have one other thing in common. Do you know what that is? New hire of the month. Yes. Uh, Yes. Congratulations to Dan Jasts. New hire of the month. You, get a, you had a two back in the I, day, right? Two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Look, back in the day. Back in the day. So, Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Surrounded by royalty in here. Yeah, wow. I was a little nervous walking by the really handsome guy on the board over there, that one new hire of the month, but we're here now, so we're is okay. It, is, a, is it a handsomeness contest? I mean, it seems like as they get forward and forward, they get more and more handsome, so. So you're, you're saying they're just going to end, end it after this? They could. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I thought we would just get together and record something, and we'll just talk about, like, what we're working on, because I know it's a busy time right now. We've all got lots of stuff going on. So, Dan, I've been following you on the Twitters and everything else. You've just been killing it with Zoe. Like, Thank you. What's what, what what's going on over there? Yeah, it's a, it's a hot time right now, right, because we have, you know, the new box coming out soon from IBM. Right. Um, we have two Ford dropping here at the end of October. Um, so a lot of exciting time going on. But, I mean, Zoe itself has been growing nonstop. And, I mean, from the share conference recordings that we did, um, share had a huge attendance for Zoe sessions. Um, and there was a lot of attention around the, the Zoe offerings that are being produced and stuff like that. Um, and with enhancements coming to ZOSMF here with 2.4, um, there's even more attention coming around to Zoe. So you're talking about Zoe and ZOSMF. Like, how, how do those two coexist? Because I've heard weird messages about that. Yeah, so ZOSMF is the biggest prereq for Zoe. Um, that's really how Zoe runs is through the ZOSMF APIs. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, confusion, just like you just said, around Zoe, ZOSMF, are those the two the, the same? Do they compete in certain areas, mm-hmm. right? There's definitely been a little con- a conversation about that right now. Um, so let's try to clear the air there a little bit here. Yes, right? let's. I'll be over here with my with my jelly beans. Jelly. All right, and I'll be I'll be making sure I'm careful about what I say here. Do you want some? <laughs> of course. There we go. Um, so really, there's there's two big differences between the two, right? And they they intertwine a lot here. The big one is that Zoe's open source, um, and being open source, Zoe is more. You get your desktop, you get your Zoe CLI, so you can interact with Zoe itself. But Zoe is really just an open framework to build on top of. And that's kind of what people are going to see for the future of Zoe and moving forward is that there's going to be real for sale commercial offerings being developed utilizing the Zoe framework, utilizing the Zoe API mediation layer and APIs um, to do real ZOS type stuff. Um, And the second is the audience that they're targeted for, right? Zoe is much more targeted as of right now based off of the base framework that was released at DevOps and at the developers, whereas ZOSMF has, you know, the plugins for network configuration, security, much more targeted more at the systems programmer level to do a lot of different tasks on ZOS. Right. Um, So 
there is a there is a big difference there. Um, and and you know, ZOSMF with two, with two four, there's going to be a lot of enhancements coming. They, you know, they even get a nice blue desktop just like Zoe has right now. Yeah. Um, but it's it's they're very different and they're targeted at different audiences at the moment. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people are kind of getting like um, drawn in too much by the, the the GUI part of both of them, and saying the oh, they're both they're two different you know GUI interfaces for this, and that's kind of missing the point. Like what I'm most excited for with the Zoe integration is being able to use something like VS Code, and and if you're not familiar, VS Code is is just a a text interface like like Atom or Sublime Text for for doing DevOps. And that really has nothing to do with dragging icons or menus or anything like that. I just, I just want that integration. Yeah, and, you know, the out-of-the-box functionality gets so much attention on the Zoe side just because a lot of people haven't seen that modern interface into something like a SDSF or a Jez or, yeah. or you know, or, you know, or ISPF. Well, and, and all that stuff, like, if, if I had a time machine, well, first we'll do all the prerequisite stuff, you know, and take care of all the, you know, stuff. But I would love to go back to when I was first on ZOS as a, a system programmer and just trying to make heads and tails of all the data I was supposed to look at, the commands yeah. I was trying to do. Even navigating the panels. Yeah, exactly. Yep. If, if I have a, a, a dashboard where things bubble to the top, like that just saves me so much time. And I, I, I hate the excuse of like, oh, but then you won't know what's happening behind the scenes because it actually shows you the commands that it's executing so you know what it's doing and it doesn't shortcut anything. It's it's just there in a, in a modern way. Exactly. And, yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, plus the out-of-the-box functionality of Zoe is not the highlight there. Right. It's what's being built on top of it. It's the plugins that are being created for it and being made open source. That's where you're going to see this platform take off. Yeah, so don't don't judge it yet. Just, you know, look at the expectations and, exactly. and know that you're, you're building the foundation. And, and this community will see a lot more coming around Zoe and ZOSMF in the next year or so. And you are you are a contributor now, I saw. Yeah, so I, I, I promise I'm not stalking you. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn basically comes to sure my house that? now. Yeah. You know, with the amount that I've been posting on LinkedIn recently, I probably just hog your feed anyways. Yeah, so. it's like, oh, look, Dan woke up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let him know that I woke up, right? So um, if people want to contribute, like how do they get involved in that? So, yeah. So, you know, all the all the meetings for Zoe are all out in the open. They're on Groups.io, um, and you can go on the GitHub, see the meeting schedules, um, join the meetings. Um, it doesn't have to just be the squad members that join the meetings, but basically you would join a meeting or get involved in the Slack message uh, groups, um, start, you know, looking at the GitHub issues that are public out there for people to look at, um, start contributing code, start writing fixes for bugs that are presented, um, and you'll be recognized by the community. You'll most likely be invited to join either the web UI squad, the onboarding squad that I'm on, um, you know, the Zoe CLI squad, and basically just over time, you'll you'll up your status within the Zoe community and get, <clears throat> excuse me, and get your committer status. Squad goals. Squad goals. <laughs> nice. And you both, you, you said that Zoe was like a, a big thing at, at Share. Absolutely. You said it was it was Zoe and like the Z container extensions mm -hmm. that just like dominated Share this year. Yeah, and that's, you know, a really exciting time coming into the next Share too because I'm happy to announce, and I don't know if this has been announced yet on this podcast. Oh, oh, do we need a drum roll? Please. I don't, I don't think Please. we have that. I have a sound effect of Frank making noises. But I don't know if that'll come through. Wow. There we go. That, that <laughs> built a lot of suspense. Thank yeah. you. Well, I'll do it again. Wow. Ooh. Do it's it like again. he's here. I, I'm going to do another one. Whoa. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> so you got to give me the wow after I announce that. Okay. So at the next chair, 
there is going to be a new open source project track. So we're going wow. to highlight, you know, all the different open source stuff happening uh-huh. on the mainframe platform in one track now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the purple one is. I mean, that'd be perfect, actually. Oh, that's that one. Oh, that, it's, yeah, I think that one fits, e- too. Either one of those. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to be the project rep from the IBM perspective. Um, so we're looking forward to bringing a lot to the, the conference from the open source community. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, that's really cool to hear. I mean, I was at Share 2 this, what, past month or so? Mm-hmm. And I can say all the sessions regarding to Zoe were jam-packed. They were stand room only. So it's really cool to see that you guys are taking it to the next level and actually doing that track. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, and you know, Luisa does a great job as well as an officer for the share com- the share community and the conference. And yeah, so we'll we'll talk more, right? <laughs> yeah. What were you presenting on uh, at this share? This share, I was doing the ZOS intro part one and part two, and I was co-presenting. I, I I'm still new, I'm still learning, so I always like that little bit of hand holding in case I don't know everything, and I don't, and I will never know everything. Nope, never trust anyone who says they know everything about Z. It's a lie. <laughs> Yes, it's true. But um, yeah, so I was doing the COS intro, and I, what else did I do? I don't remember. You I'm ran always, that panel. I remember. There you go. I, I'm always doing so many different things at every share. They kind of owe me like merchant. I forget <laughs> which share is which. But yes, I did a panel. Which were you in it? No, I was front row asking questions. Okay, next time you'll be in it. Okay, okay. So it's official. Can I get a yeah, drum it's, roll? Yeah, it's on <laughs> here. Uh, I'm just gonna hit this button and we'll see what it does. Whoa! There. There nice. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so next year I, I will also do the same panel, which is a group of early tenure. They're not so much new hires as years between like 1 to 10. Marie was there too. And it's more like you guys sharing what you've done in your career so far because you all had like an amazing career. And this is geared especially for other new people in the mainframe. So. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, and then I did some other panel. <laughs> I'm always looking for stuff to do. Yeah, you're very involved. You do a great job. So do you, do you, did you already submit your sessions uh, for the next one? Not yet. September 20th is September the deadline. 20th? Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. So so it's coming up quick. So yes. this this will come out on, uh, I think, like the 9th or 10th or something like that? Perfect. So you have 10 days to get your sessions in. Yes. <laughs> That's what I hear. What about Jeff? You're not coming to share anymore? I, I haven't planned to submit anything. I'm not. I, I'm kind of the, the, the field that I'm working in. I'm on the Z ecosystem team. Um I've been working on some stuff over here, but it doesn't directly tie to anything that I really want to run as a session. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, and Louisa, you were you were nice enough to help out with one of the things I'm working on. We're we're recording these videos for uh, Coursera. Have you either of you heard of Coursera? Yeah, yeah, it's like the video training learning platform, right? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's online community where you can learn about just about anything. Like I took a songwriting course on Coursera. Oh. Um, you can learn how to do like photography, and as of I think today you can learn about mainframe out there. Wow! So, so myself and this and this fantastic team of people, um, we've been recording. I think there's about like 35 to 40 videos, uh, eight minutes in length, about um, all about getting people on board to Z, um, the the hardware, the hardware config because there's all that, the ZOS operating system uh, from like a protect, practitioner standpoint. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping we're going to be able to do some like deep dive expertise, you know, sysadmin type stuff. But it's it's really designed to get people on board really quickly, get them familiar with it. So, uh, you know, it's it's a whole lot of time of me on screen 
with a black polo, and that's not why I wore one, wore one today. Um, and we have guest speakers like the lovely Louisa, who talks about USS on it. Awesome. Yes, and you make it sound less exciting than it actually was. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> he's talking about himself, but I was there. I got a chance to see some clips, and I have to say, they, you were the perfect person for it because you have a lot of personality. You don't have a straight face like you. You can wait, actually, wait, what? <laughs> not, not like a boring, you know, like without emotion, straight face. I mean, like you are very engaging. So I've never seen a bigger smile on Jeff's face <laughs> than this time right now as he gets. He's not paying me to say this, I swear. <laughs> but no, I, I have I did, to say, I, I really like the video. Jelly beans earlier. <laughs> That's true, but no. No. <laughs> no, I, no, I really appreciate the compliment. I mean, we we. I I don't want to say how much fun we had making those videos because people will think we didn't do work. But we had a lot of fun making those videos. But when you're working with like a, a great team, and you, hopefully you've been in situations like this, when you're when you're working with a great team, you don't mind putting in the time because you know it's just, everyone else is going to do the same thing, and you get a great product. And you know from the people in the room, you know Mark, Martin, Creedy, and Connor. Um, we also had people behind the scenes who were you know making sure that what I was saying made sense, um, doing transcribing, proofreading slides, the whole thing. Like it was this big production. And I'm hoping it comes across like really simply and like, oh, that that makes sense to me. But you you're saying something earlier about talking like a, a new to Z type thing. It's so hard to to shape that message because if I'm talking to a room full of new hires, like I just did one today, a mainframe 101 session, I'm gonna use generalities and I'm gonna say, when you do this, this happens, or these go into a this. And okay, cool, I get it. I get the 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 overall thing. If I'm talking to a bunch of people who have been on the platform for 40 years, they will know of one instance where that's not always true. And they will point it out to you. And yep. so trying to split that difference of like, I want to make, make this accessible while still being true, while being interesting and easy to understand the concepts, while also being 100% accurate is like, it's so difficult. And it's very hard. It is. And this, this team, we would spend, you know, half an hour wordsmithing a sentence just to try to like conserve time but while still being correct while also being easy to understand because it's so easy to overload something mm -hmm. so we're, um, uh, I, I don't have the link with me I'll put it in the show notes or maybe I'll just edit it in right here coursera.org slash promo slash IBM dash Z dash promo but you can click on that you get a free month of Coursera just make sure you unsubscribe at the end of that month otherwise it hits your credit card and you can sign up for that course. Can we have a wow button? Oh, okay, there? yes. Wow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Frank will be like, see, you can't do the show without me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can sign up for that thing. You get a, you get a free month of Coursera, so you can check out the mainframe course. You get hands-on uh, experience with the system. There's quizzes and slides and the whole thing um, and some amazing guest speakers. So go go and do that. The link is in the in the show notes. You know, I had a, the pleasure of doing a video actually with Connor as well to highlight my experiences at Share and kind of tell people why they should attend the conference and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, I've had a great time working with Connor. And he's he, great. He's a great guy. He just took over um, a couple like about a year ago now, so yeah. he's doing a great job. Um, but I do have a gripe with Connor because uh -oh. in my recording video, as I'm rewatching myself, and I don't think anyone really likes listening or rewatching themselves at any point. But as I'm rewatching this, I've noticed that I have a little piece of saliva bouncing up between my <laughs> upper and bottom lip throughout the entire five-minute video. How did no one tell me at one point that this was going on? 
I mean, he should be able to edit that out, no problem. Yeah, right? Yeah, just throw, like, a little, like, black dot on my, <laughs> on my lip or something, right? <laughs> it might be a little more visible. Well, I mean, uh, Con- Connor is the greatest because we uh, – I, I, there's one point, there's one video where I keep saying the word transactions. And as you know, on, on Z, transactions are important. So I say early on in this video – uh, on, on ZOS, the keyword is transactions. And I do this, you can't see this, I'm doing like, you know, jazz hands with my, with my hands out here with the <laughs> fingers. And I said, Connor, you know what would be great is if there's like sparkles coming out of my hands. And he's like, I know exactly the program to do that. And <laughs> and he rendered this like multi-part, like he uses this particle, particle simulation program to do these sparkles. Wow. And throughout the video, anytime... Wow. Anytime throughout this video that I've mentioned transactions, like a varying degree of sparkles comes out of my hand. That's funny. And it's just like I, I want the viewer to say, okay, there's somebody here with me. They're, they they understand the, 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 the content here. So Con- Connor is, is the guy that is, you know, let us do that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that you had like something like transactions, transactions, transactions. <laughs> like going on. That was funny too. There, there's a couple interesting things in there, and uh, I, I can't wait until people start finding them. See, right. and that's what makes the video so engaging, and you just want to keep watching. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, but you know this, it's it, from presenting, it's, it's tiring being on. Yeah, and and being on for a video and trying to to get like paragraph after paragraph like as close to perfect as possible. Um, thank goodness Martin is there to do all the editing. <laughs> like I'd mess up a word and like how far back do I have to go? Oh, just one sentence. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That also shows off the future of learning, right? That no no one's looking to now read that book, look at the manual anymore. Right. You know, the, the next generation is not looking to do that. That's not how we learn as easily, right? So having something like a Coursera or like a YouTube video to be able to graphically, uh, visually show um, the, these type of modules is, is yeah. a great way of doing that. Oh, we, we need, and we need to start thinking about that that mm-hmm. way. Like, I mean, and we, we, we do it, but then we act another way sometimes. Like if you're trying to fix something or learn something, you're going to look it up on YouTube and you're going to look at the thumbnails and say, okay, what is the... Okay, there's a guy with a or a girl with a, a blackboard there. Okay, that's good. Um, and then you look at the length of the videos. Oh, that one's 23 minutes. You know what? I'd rest rather this stay broken for the rest of my life. You know, oh, a three minute video, three minute video with graphics on the screen. That's that's what I'm there for. So that's what we were kind of trying to do. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great strategy. <laughs> and and the the other big thing I'm I'm really happy to be to be working on is the the 2019 Master of the Mainframe contest. Um, before you guys came in here, I was actually recording some some video for that. So um, that goes live um, actually probably the day this podcast goes live. So ibm.biz slash master the mainframe. And have you both done the contest? Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it. i never done it. I did part one in college. Yeah. I went halfway through part two and stopped. And I regret it because the T-shirt that they were giving out that year was... Very nice. That's a nice one. <laughs> we, uh, so, yeah, that, that, that comes out um, probably today um, and depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, we, we've taken some extra steps to make sure that there's, it's not just like you're going to do this, type this command, congratulations, you've done this, now do the next thing. There's a lot more context about why the mainframe and why it's interesting. So there's some videos that I did. There's some videos that other people have done. There's stuff on other websites. So it's it's more more context around it, and I think people are going to have a, a whole lot of fun with that. That's awesome. So it seems like the Master Mainframe has evolved over the years as well, right? Oh, definitely. The way you're presenting the material. and Definitely. There's, it's a lot more interactive, and people will be able to walk away from it saying, I learned this, and that's important for the following reasons. 
Um, and another another big uh, change this year is we're partnering with Major League Hacking. They're uh, another kind of um, learning workshop company. They put on workshops all around the world for learning various technologies like uh, uh, Twilio, Amazon, you know, everybody. And we have, or we're going to have a total of three offerings out there. And you can sign up for these things and go to a session to learn about Master the Mainframe. And if you want to get involved in the contest, say, like, I don't go to school, so I can't win prizes and I'm not interested, you can actually help the community by going to Major League Hacking, uh, going to this uh, localhost webpage on there. And that's at localhost.mlh.io. And signing up to host one of these meetups. And they'll actually mail you a box full of goodies to give out to the people that show up. So they've they've got a, a really slick system, and we're happy to partner with them this year, too. So lots of new stuff. That's pretty cool. And one thing I always like to tell people, especially you were just mentioning, I do stuff at Share with the C Next Gen people new into Z. I tell them that you could they can use Master the Mainframe as training, even though they don't get a lot of the prices and you don't actually enter the contest, but you can use it as training, which some people don't know, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's also a great resume booster to, for enterprise computing companies. Um, if they see you have Master the Mainframe on there, that's an instant, you know, seeing that you have interest in enterprise computing. Um, you have the drive to go out there and find a training module to, to do on your you know free time. Maybe it's not free time, but whatever the case may be, you have some type of understanding of you know mainframe ZOS coming into the job. Um, and it, it looks really good. And I've seen a lot of people get a good amount of attention when they see that on their resume. That, that is one of the yes. things you know that's kind of um, about the platforms. People say there's so many acronyms and so many terms. And that's, to some people, that kind of scares them. But the upside to that is that, like, if you spend three hours doing, like, Master the Mainframe Part 1 and a little bit of Part 2, or maybe you do the Coursera courses, or you look at presentations from Share Online, you get to pick up on a lot of terminology. And if you find yourself in a job interview, you can mention just, like, six things that you have some familiarity with, and you've already differentiated yourself. Oh, yeah. And the guided training that Master the Mainframe kind of takes you along to as you're doing going through the process, you learn so much about certain pieces of ZOS in the process, too. I remember pulling out some of that, putting it into my own Word document, and basically compiling notes on, like, an intro to ZOS type thing Yeah. before I even knew that I was going into a ZOS type role at IBM. Um, so, Dan, you actually help support the, the system that share, like, all the demos and stuff run on. Yes, we do. And you say that with a smile. So we are actually currently in the process of rebuilding that system. I saw. Um, to, to bring it up to the new ZOS, but also just clean it all up. We'll just leave it at that. What, what, what is that like? <laughs> Not the cleaning up part, but like the, the running the system. It's interesting. Um, you see a lot of real-life use cases of how people are utilizing, um, you know, ZOS and different middleware and stuff like that. Um, but you also, it's a cool way of networking that you have all these people from across IBM kind of coming to you and saying, hey, I want to run this lab. I want to show this off to a client. Um, and, it, and it gives you a good feel for what's actually going on in the industry. And, and you know, it's it's a really cool perspective to have. So I imagine there's like a big rush leading up to share. And then people with some success want to replay the stuff they did at share. Is that kind of where you see like what stuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, especially with stuff like ZCX coming out, right. like, that's a new capability. So we're, we're going to see an influx of a lot of people now trying to get on our, on our system to try to show off these new capabilities and show what their use cases are for ZCX now. 
Um, and it's just very interesting. And it's also cool for us because then we could take some of these use cases that we're learning from the community and from the industry and apply them in our, you know, in our shop here in the Client Experience Center um, to, you know, start taking advantage of some of this technology ourselves internally. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, rest of the year, what's what's on everyone's list to, uh, to do or to learn about? I start? Okay. Yeah, you start. <laughs> the rest of the year. Oh, boy. Like, let's see. Well, I guess right now, I mean, you were just mentioning we have 2.4 coming up soon. So, Right now, our focus has been finishing everything up. I know it's like right around the corner, but my team, USS, we're overachievers. Uh So we definitely always, if we have time, we like to add a few things here and there. So we've been doing that. And I guess starting to that five, we're doing, and here in IBM, we're doing this agile thing. Uh So Mm -hmm. we're going to start doing iteration zero. We're in the process of that and planning and figuring out what's, What's next for USS? And I don't know. I mean, October here on site, we have a bunch of cool events coming up. I mean, I'm Latin, so we have the um, Latin Heritage Month, I think it's called. I don't even know what it's called. But, yeah, here on site, we do a lot of events regarding that. um, I think it's really cool that we work at a company that we're inclusive and we like to spread awareness and all of that. Um, I don't know if you guys heard of there's a sheet can event. A what? Sheet can. (laughs) It's like sheet and then can. Sheet can. Yeah, she can. So All right. this is an event that was created by Megan Hampton. I guess I'm going to her a little shout out, which is really cool. She brings us a group of high school oh. students. Oh, wait. There wow. you go. Can there I hear is. that again? <laughs> That'd be perfect, actually. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so she brings us here on site a group of their high school students, P-TECH students to be oh, precise. Okay. And they spend a, a whole day here. They get a panel of ladies here on at IBM, and they get their perspective as being mainframers. Um, they get executives talk. They have a Raspberry Pi workshop, Python workshop. So I, I've, I've been helping Megan kind of like with some of that planning. So it's it's fun. Wow. Yeah, and then I could keep going, but <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I like doing different things. So. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of good stuff. I'll keep you busy. Yeah. Yes. Dan, anything? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the Client Experience Centers, we always have to be running on the, the greatest and latest. So with the Zenex box coming out, we get that, I think, uh, around the end of October. So we'll be rolling that in. Um, with that, we have 65 LPARs to be migrating over. 65 um, LPARs. But, and that's also to upgrade to 2.4. Uh-huh. Um, but we're also this year, which is a little different for us, we're going to be able to have our Z14 stay. Um, so we're going to have two kecks running side by side, which is going to be really nice for us. Out in the front area there? Out in the front area there. So huh. you're going to see the Linux one box go Okay. Away. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, obviously 2.4 upgrades is a big one for us, um, as well as ZCX exploration. That's a big one for me since I'm kind of focusing on the modernization plays and the open source tooling on Z. Um, but the big one for me, the really big project that I'm going to be on for the rest of the year is um, as a direct ask, actually from Ross Mori's office, is this Zoe Technical Showcase that I'm going to be working on, which is basically a full topology, end-to-end solution um, where Zoe is kind of at the center of it all, um, doing the provisioning of the middleware um, and all the way up the stack. I mean, it's going to be very impressive through, you know, OpenShift, uh, provisioning middleware, using Zoe scripts, and having Ansible run as a, almost a scheduler for those Zoe scripts. It's going to be a huge solution, and I'm, 
I hope to come back on here maybe one day once this is complete at the end of the year and talk about this again because it's going to be a really, really cool thing to be showing off to our clients. That sounds like uh, going shopping through a catalog right there. There's a lot of good stuff you want to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to need a lot of help. So if anyone wants to come help out with this type of stuff, feel free. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> sign Frank up for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I've I've been exploring a lot of the, the Z container extension stuff. I, I'm just I'm beyond excited about that. I think that's one of yeah. the most groundbreaking things to happen in this area since we got Linux by itself. So, absolutely. Uh, and and building on that, just the way that that could possibly integrate with the cloud offerings, with, with Kubernetes, with you know, with all the cloud packs. Like, I think there's just um, that is uh, accelerator upon accelerator upon accelerator, and it's. Um, I, I think we just need to spend a little bit of time inventing and discovering in that area to just find stuff that will keep us all busy. Yeah, I have the same hopes. I hope that the mainframe community can, you know, adopt the open source ideologies and kind of share the containers once they create them and share these use cases and kind of, you know, pull this all together and work as a community to really drive the innovation around ZCX. Oh, that's, that's going to be key. I mean, the, the whole – we talk about being open source – I hope we can get to the the point of with open source where we really are exchanging containers and and methodologies in that in that same way. Like, hey, this it's it's just it, we're all we're all kind of in the same boat together. Let's let's help each other out because it, it does go both ways. Yeah. All right. I, I think there's an event going down in the cafeteria. Is it around like two thirty? Yeah. It also looks like it's about to start pouring. Yeah. Out, so <laughs> so I, I think we I think we've covered a lot on this, and I want to try to keep us close to this uh, half hour mark. Um, I want to thank you both for stopping by. Anything you want to plug or mention before we close out? Yeah, thanks for having me again, Jeff. I really appreciate being on here on Terminal Talk. Um, you know, I think Luis is doing a great job at the SHARE conference as well with the USS team. Um, and, you know, I look forward to seeing everyone at, you know, Fort Worth here uh, for the next SHARE. Um, and if you're ever on the Poughkeepsie site, come say hi. Yeah, no, and thank you again for having me. And it's always a pleasure sitting with you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. Jeff, keep killing it. Keep making videos. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan, I mean, you guys could see for yourselves how great you're going to be in your career. Like, he, he has a bright career ahead of himself. Thank you. Employee, they, don't, they don't pick these employees of the month out of thin air. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my pleasure to have both of you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Old Man Charlie, run us out. You've been listening to Terminal Talk with Frank and Jeff. For questions or comments, or if you have a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, direct all correspondence to contact at terminaltalk.net. That's contact at terminaltalk.net. Until the next time, I'm Charlie Lawrence signing off.